the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And welcome to In the Loop. That's what we do. We get you caught up with the people and the organizations that are making San Antonio a better place to live. And every now and then, you know, I get to introduce you to an organization that you and I learn about together. And that's what we're going to do today. I uh, was... Uh, given some information about an organization in San Antonio called Project Quest. And the more I uh, looked into it, the more I read online, uh, the more interesting it was, and uh, the more uh, I saw what they were doing in San Antonio. And interestingly enough, they're creating a model uh, that's being copied throughout not just the United States, but the world. So we're going to talk to a couple people today. Uh, David uh, Zamiello is our guest today. He is the president and CEO. And Adrian Skobarczyk is also the marketing community. Communications coordinator. She may join us as well. So uh, we'll start with David. David, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Milton. How are you? And by the way, thanks for having us. We really appreciate this opportunity to talk about Project Quest and tell our story. But we're doing really well, thanks. Well, let's let's start off there then. This is going to be Project Quest 101. So my, uh, my listeners are going to learn together with me. Uh, talk about your mission and uh, talk a little bit about um, your history. Sure. Uh, Project Quest actually has been in the San Antonio community for over 28 years. We are a nonprofit organization, and technically our purpose is we serve as a workforce intermediary, workforce development collaborator, working with many organizations across the community to help people that are in underserved communities, underskilled, underemployed, acquire the skills and training to compete for living wage jobs in the areas of healthcare, information technology, and the trades. And Quest was actually founded by COPS Metro. Uh, COPS stands for Citizens Organized for Public Service in 1991. And through a collaboration of COPS Metro, the city of San Antonio, and at that time, two prominent business leaders, Charlie Cheever, President of Parkway Bank at the time, and Mr. Tom Frost, the president of Frost Bank, came together in the early 90s. And if, uh, for those in San Antonio that have been in the community for a while, may remember that at that particular point in time, we had a couple things that happened here in San Antonio. There was the closing of Levi Strauss plants in San Antonio. There was a, a base realignment and closure action that were taking place that had a dramatic impact on many people on the west and south side of San Antonio. And there was this... Uh, displacement was taking place as jobs were being lost as the economy in San Antonio was actually transitioning to the that time for the jobs of the future. So at that point in time, there was a great degree of uncertainty of what was going to be done. There was not a dedicated or focused workforce development training or retraining program in place. And so through the leadership of COPS Metro and others, they came together to look at this issue and part of the solution at that time was to create Project Quest. 
So Project Quest came into existence in 1992 as a workforce development program focused on helping individuals retrain and acquire the skills for that time, the new economy. And we've been serving San Antonio in that community since 1992. And it's been a very... uh, powerful partnership between our grassroots organizers and our local uh, city leaders. At the time, Nelson Wolf was the mayor of San Antonio. And through the 28 years in that partnership, the city of San Antonio provides the foundational funding for Quest. And what that really means is they make that investment as part of their budgeting process to allocate funds to help Project Quest serve the community. And as a grant-based organization, we then build upon that. So between the foundational funding the city provides that gives us the dollars to deliver our services, we also work across other uh, entities to acquire funds, whether it's uh, their county, the state of Texas, Department of, Legis- uh, Department of Labor, or other organizations and philanthropic uh, partners who make investments in Project Quest. So that's the basic setup your Project Quest 101 of who we are and and what we do and the fact that we have been serving the community for the last 28 years and and continue to evolve and contribute in many different ways. Uh, David, as we go, and we're obviously going to keep talking, I want our listeners to know that, but as we go, uh, if folks want more information, uh, is the best place the website? I think at this point, yes, uh, www.questsa.org is, is our website. And you'll, you'll capture some of the flavor of our history and our programs and services. And actually, if uh, they want to know information and they actually are interested in our program, the website would allow them to engage in the process to put an application together to get more information and, and to be considered for our program. And at this given point in time in, in here it is in 2020 with all the uh, issues that are surrounding us, we're certainly uh, leveraging our virtual environment to uh, engage the community and provide access to our services. But that would be the best starting point for those that are listening tonight. So it's questsa.org, questsa.org is the website to go to as we keep talking. Uh, David, uh, tell me this too. Now it's been almost 30 years uh, is is the, the mission still primarily the same, or has it uh, adjusted to fit in different uh, groups or, uh, you know, different needs as they've arisen? It, it, I would say there has been an evolution. The core principles of the mission to serve San Antonio and members of the underserved, the community goes unemployed and underskilled, and the core fundamentals of our mission haven't changed about helping people acquire those skills, transform their lives, and give them opportunities to move into living wage jobs is has been the core principle of Quest and our mission for those 30, almost 30 years. How you go about doing it, though, uh, certainly has evolved. And if I can just give you a, uh, an example of what that really means, Absolutely. back to the beginning days of Project Quest, the, the services that we provide, and I'll talk about those in a second, were focused primarily on individuals that were pursuing careers in the healthcare industry. And as San Antonio's economy has evolved and diversified, then the other types of industries that have brought those living wage type jobs in information technology or in cybersecurity or across uh, the uh, various trades areas or advanced manufacturing, we have uh, 
evolve to provide those kind of services to those industries for individuals that may be a better fit for those. That's really one key part to the evolution is the expansion of uh, broadening these wraparound services as we, as we refer to them to individuals across multiple industries. And that also, we're, and we're constantly evaluating what is happening in San Antonio. And when we get, when we get to the point about talking about here and now today, uh, that certainly creates other challenges. So that it's been an evolution still focused on those individuals that, that have the desire and the will to improve their station in life. And Project Quest becomes that enabler, that facilitator to provide those resources so people can go to school, they can get uh, the skills necessary to work in these jobs that pay those living wages. So that is part of The other thing I think that's, that I would kind of talk about in terms of evolution is when you think about the business world in 1992 and 2020, uh, it's different. So how individuals uh, learn about particular jobs, the speed of business is the way I refer to it, of giving, giving people the understanding that going to a work environment in 2020 is totally different than stepping into a work environment in uh, 1992. So what I would refer to as our job readiness component, how you prepare people to transition into a, a job that's going to uh, be at a certain pace or a certain style, and, and those wraparound services of job readiness is uh, something I think that would also kind of show how we've evolved. And the third thing I would say is back in the beginning, we were uh, almost exclusively partnering with the Alamo Colleges. And from throughout the history of Project Quest, the Alamo Colleges has been a very strong partner. And as we've moved through time, we've been able to, we have diversified a little bit to, to uh, forge partnerships with other training institutions such as um Rack Space or Open Cloud Academy or the Baptist School of Health Professionals as examples. But foundationally, we still, most of our participants that we serve attend the classes at one of the five Alamo Colleges districts. Probably close to 65% or two thirds of our participants are in a class at Alamo Colleges. And so those three things really are, I think, how we would say we've evolved into, um, into what we're doing here in 2020. Talking to David Zamiello, who is the uh, the uh, president and CEO of Project Quest here in San Antonio. And uh, if you want more information as you're listening to the show, questsa.org, questsa.org will get you uh, more information on Project Quest. David, um, you mentioned services. You're making this easy on me. You mentioned services, but you talked a little bit about them. But now, what what do services look like? What so once once you get the, uh, someone into the system uh, who needs your services, what kind of services does uh, Project Quest provide for them? The language we use and the terminology, and, and people may hear this throughout the community, we refer to it as wraparound services. And so specifically, what are we talking about there? So Project Quest and its mission, if you think about it for a second, that we are uh, one of the few organizations in the workforce development space that actually supports an individual from an end-to-end standpoint, meaning that we are out in the community actively uh, giving um, information about our services through what we refer to as QIS sessions or Quest Information Sessions. We are present in the uh, Alamo College's campuses. We partner with other nonprofit organizations and other organizations such as the San Antonio Housing Authority or the San Antonio Food Bank 
to provide uh, information so individuals in those situations can gain access to this. So the first part of the wraparound services is just being able to provide information and educate the public on these opportunities and for individuals to see that there is a, a way to gain these skills that maybe you weren't aware of. But the other part, once we, once we have made that awareness available, we go through a, a very comprehensive assessment process. And assessment maybe means different things to different individuals, but we really look to understand the people that we're working with. And so assessment is really a life, what I would consider a life assessment. What situation are you in right now? And are you in a place where you are already able to take on a training experience or uh, going back to school? And then there's other eligibility type things. It's also an academic assessment to make sure that the individuals that we're going to work with have the basic uh, skills to be successful in the classroom or in a training program. And for those that maybe are not up to that level of speed, we have other partners that we would work with to help them go through uh, remediation training to acquire the basic skills. So there's that intake process of making sure we understand and you understand the services there's an assessment process that we go through to make sure we know who you are. And then there's a, I refer to as an academic counseling and coaching process about what is the right skill sets and, and right job opportunities that fit your particular situation. So I, a matching process, if you will. And then it's really helping them navigate the educational system, getting them registered giving them the right uh, resources to get the books and tools and equipment to then take on the program. It's providing the financial services and support to cover tuition costs. And so it's the basic things that are put in place to help them uh, navigate and get in place and be supported. Our key role in doing that, we have a team of career coaches. We refer them as coaches purposely because they are coaching someone through this particular process, they have to, our participants have to have that ownership and, and really own their outcomes. But we are right there with them, uh, locked arm in arm, coaching them through that process. So from an intake to assessing and giving them the guidance to the matching of the right career path for them, for them to pursue, to then the financial support needed. And that goes one step further because we all know that individuals that are navigating a training pathway especially depending on the life situation, are, it doesn't take much to derail folks. And I, I say this all the time, that our coaches are the heart and soul of what Project Quest does, and we can provide all the financial support, but it's that emotional support, that coaching support, that can-do attitude that people persist through the program and will finish their particular uh, program. And the other part is that if, if there's a situation that comes up, the car breaks down, you need groceries, uh, your rent needs to be paid. We have what we call support services that can help you help you navigate, and we can help you uh, take care of those particular issues so you can stay on your particular program. And then the other part of the wraparound services I mentioned is the job readiness training. So all of our, our participants are required to go to what we refer to as VIP sessions. And VIP stands for Vision initiative, and perseverance, and they're mandatory. And to think about that as uh, the soft skills, the job readiness to say, how do you manage stress, uh, organizational skills, communication skills. So we complement what's being taught in the classroom at San Antonio College with our coaches helping prepare people to enter 
the, the job market. And then we help them develop the resumes, how to prepare to interview. And then our engagement, our employer engagement folks then take over and then advocate with employers and bridge that gap where they're given uh, opportunities to then be considered and be competitive for the job. So again, Milton, this is really, an, it's, it's an end-to-end, and we hold ourselves accountable that our measure of success is, does the individual not just finish whatever training program they're in, but do they acquire the job that takes them out of poverty in the situation to a middle-class level? Can they take care of their family? So we hold ourselves to that standard of making sure that they are uh, have that level of success. And our, and our track record demonstrates that 90% of the time when we can bring somebody into our program and work with them, they'll finish their respective training program, and then 90% of those folks will actually get placed into a living wage job. And I think that's the uh, interesting thing about Project Quest and what attracted me to it in the first place was that mission, but that end-to-end process and that idea of wraparound services and and. Some people refer to as case management, and I try to uh, not use that term because it's much more than a case management. It's, a, it's an intense, intentional intervention to help our participants navigate through, coach them through, and make sure that they are successful. And then we'll stay with them for 18 months after they're in a job to make sure wow. they persist and they and they get on their feet. And, and I think that's, again, what I said, is very unique. It's an end-to-end talent pipeline approach that has various service components to it, and that's what we refer to as our wraparound services. David Zemiello is our guest today. He's the president and CEO of Project Quest here in San Antonio. You know, one of the things that's interesting, oh, and if you want more information, questsa.org, questsa.org. Uh, David, one of the things that's, that's fascinating is in the, the different services that you provide, it seemed to me that you were um, addressing both uh, oh, physical needs, like uh, we'll call it you know, training uh, and uh, you know, uh, bill paying, food, things like that, but also um, addressing um, psychological, uh, mental needs too in terms of giving them more confidence, having that coach there. It really seems like there, there's just a whole lot going on there that you guys uh, uh, try to make sure is, is, uh, is taken care of. Uh, and I think that that is a great observation. And I give credit to those folks that created the idea of Project Quest uh, many, many years ago. And those principles that you just mentioned are foundational to what we do in terms of our array of services. And more times than not, when I talk to participants or they, they have a chance to provide a testimonial, they tell us almost all the time that they would take the coaching support over the financial support every time. Is that right? Uh, and it's that intangible of our coaches. That's how they get through. That's how they're successful. That's how they grow as an individual is through this relationship they build with our coaches. And it's not easy because the coaches are handling you know, quite a few folks at a given time. But I find it fascinating that when it comes right down to it, they appreciate and value that and attribute that feature of our program to their success more so than the financial support. Yeah, I, I'm guessing, and you can just, um, I'll, I'll guess, and you can go, Milton, you're you're right, or Milton, no, I don't know what you're thinking. But I'm guessing for some of the people that you're serving, this much support 
is absolutely new to them. And in, in fact, maybe foreign that that someone cares this much about their success and, and transitioning them to more security uh, financially and better jobs. Yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to kind of give an unequivocal yes or no, but just <laughs> from the commentary and the feedback that we get from our participants, because we survey them every 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 uh, semester and ask them to give us feedback about how. They're doing, and I, and I think that it comes back to you know why was Quest created in the first place, and what's core to its mission, and that because we do come through as a very caring organization focused on the individual, that it's kind of built into that, and I think there is a recognition and an appreciation of that because the individuals individuals that we're supporting uh, more times than not come from very tough situations, and and to uh, kind of have that beacon of. Uh, hope and someone who's paying attention to them and is just committed to their success, it could be something that they maybe have not experienced in, in the course of their life, but it is core to what Project Quest is. And again, the people that were the founding fathers and, and mothers of Project Quest can see that idea back then. And we try to just continue to perpetuate that with how we approach our services to the community. So it's, uh, it's a whole new world out there. It's uh... Uh, with COVID and quarantine and all this, it's it's a new world. Um, what what does what? Because you probably know this more than maybe even the people that are listening. What does an an ideal candidate for your services look like today? Well, today, I mean, if you were to ask me the question just five months ago, I probably would have given you one answer. <laughs> but today, uh, it is a whole different world, and as most of us recognize and know, and I'm sure your listeners understand it. You know, right now, just I'll speak for the San Antonio area in general, there has been a great amount of job displacement and job loss yep. in the last five or six months. And depending on what reference point you're using, just a round figure number that probably close to 200,000 people in Bear County and surrounding counties have experienced some form of job loss as a result of, of COVID-19 and the pandemic. And so that certainly creates a challenging environment as we're still navigating the pandemic itself and how people have an opportunity to rethink what's next for them. So in that backdrop, uh, when I say what's happening now, that it's really in the context of the immediate issues that have certainly presented itself from that standpoint. And, and Project Quest has been, uh, been brought in as part of a larger coalition with other workforce partners throughout San Antonio community, for example, Workforce Solutions Alamo and uh, SA Works and, and the Economic Development Foundation and Alamo Colleges and Goodwill and Project Quest to be part of a, a consortium to bring their services together to help our community navigate how do we go forward and, and, and create these uh, opportunities for folks to reskill and reset as our economy moves forward. So as we speak here right now, we are in the middle of a lot of planning with those partners. This is being uh, supported and initiated through the city of San Antonio and through Bear County. Both of the respective economic development departments have been uh, spearheading this work. And as a result of some funding that came through the CARES Act earlier this year, they've set up various investments to focus on workforce development, both from a Bear County standpoint and from the city of San Antonio standpoint. And we've been working with those partners to lay out 
the plans of how do we work together to then bring people forward who are interested and need that reskilling opportunity and, and put them in the right training program. So as we speak, you know, right now, this program is in the processes of being split up. Uh, the Bear County has taken its initial steps with Bear County Strong, which is their workforce development uh, program, and then the uh, recovery and resiliency plan for the city is about to kick off in earnest. Those are programs designed to help our dislocated population uh, have an opportunity to reset themselves. And what's unique about this particular time is we're also, when I say we, we collectively are bringing features to the program, such as stipends, so individuals will have a chance to earn while they're learning, especially if they're in that displaced situation. So our version of our wraparound services and our mission is part of a cog in a much uh, greater uh, set of partners to help offer our, our services to contribute, but we're, we're, we're certainly working in partnership with uh, Dr. Flores at Alamo Colleges and Adrian Lopez at Workforce Solutions Alamo and other folks to be part of the solution. And it's going to be a challenge. It certainly yep. is because it's, it's certainly going to be somewhat dependent on how the job markets do and evolve. And so we're all working together to understand that, put the training programs in place, and then provide, in our case, those wraparound services to help people today rethink that. And, and we're just getting into the beginning of that kind of work right now. David, uh, David Zemiello is our guest today. He is the president and CEO of Project Quest here in San Antonio. Uh, David, we've got like uh, about one minute left, uh, so as quickly as you can, I'm going to let you kind of have the floor and get the last word in and maybe uh, just do a quick commercial talking to somebody that may need your services out there and tell them what to do in order to start and uh, to, to be a part of Project Quest. If there is a question in your mind about what step to take and how to get reset, if you're looking to think about your station life, your personal situation, and you have a desire to improve your skills or acquire new skills, programs like Project Quest and going to our website is a starting point. I would say look at our partners at Workforce Solutions Alamo as a way to uh, come into this particular process, see and learn more about these particular programs, give yourself a chance to acquire the information, and then uh, make a decision if this is the right time for you and the right thing for you and your family to do, please investigate those services and those resources because they're there to help put us, you all, back to work for the best of our ability, and we're here to support that and encourage you to take that opportunity and run with it. Thank you, David. Hey, uh, the, again, the website uh, that David suggested, uh, the place to start, questsa.org, questsa.org. Okay, we're going to say goodbye for today. This was great. Uh, David, Adrian, you guys helped us a lot to get educated on, on what the organization does. And I have a feeling we've, uh, as they say, that it's just the tip of the iceberg. So we'll say goodbye for today. If you didn't get that website or something, you call me at the station. I'll be happy to get it to you. I'm Milton Glick, and we'll see you next time on In the Loop. Thanks for joining us In the Loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.